Hello, and welcome to Cowboy Ed, where we travel through the prairie, sometimes up and down a mountainside, and discuss education in Wyoming. I'm Maya, and you might have noticed a change in the ride today. James, who normally leads us in, is doing a little work in the back at the ranch. So I'm leading our way through today's discussion. We've been having great conversations about school. This year's school, which is a little different than last year's school, which is a little different than the first time we had COVID in school. And through our conversations, we've been talking about that phrase, the new normal. And as we've talked to the different groups of students, we've realized the new normal isn't really normal at all. It's a little bit of just new. So I'd like to introduce two amazing guests that we have along for our ride today. We have two high school juniors. First, we have Ashley. Hello. And Yuri. Hello. So we're really excited to talk with you today to learn about your perspective of school. The pandemic hit us in spring of your freshman year. Yes. And maybe you were just starting to figure out school as a freshman, right? You're kind of getting into spring. You're like, okay, I got this figured out. And the pandemic hit and everything changed overnight. So now, a couple years later, we're kind of back to normal, but not really. So I want to know what you think about school and really, you know, going in as a junior at the end of last year, maybe things were starting to feel a little more like high school when you got started. So what were your perceptions? So let's start with Ashley. Think back to the beginning of the school year. What were your expectations going into school this year? What were you hoping for? What did you think it was going to be like? When we returned to school, we started later than we have in the past years due to our high school's going under construction. It's construction. We're building a new high school. And so this year, I was expecting it to be a little hectic. I know that junior year is one of the hardest years that you go through in high school. And it was going to be changing and chaotic. And towards the end of last year, like you said, Maya, that it started to go back to that normalcy, but there's no normal anymore. So this year I was really expecting a lot of chaos. So we're just kind of bracing for it. Like, okay, here we go for another year. It's kind of how I'm understanding what you're saying. Yeah, I knew that normal, normal high school activities would be back, back and that we could participate in them. But I also knew that it was going to be different than how I experienced that as a freshman. So Yuri, how about you? Same question. What were your expectations and what did you expect from your teachers? Uh, to be honest, going into high school this year, uh, all I knew is it was going to be chaotic. I didn't really expect anything much. Uh, I knew we were going to have to be patient for our teachers and uh, just the staff in general. Um, but other than that, uh, nothing much. I love it. So you can't be disappointed if you don't have like a big expectation of what it's going to be like. You both use the word chaotic. Is that just because you knew things would be displaced because of the building or was it because of how the years have been going or what? Describe chaotic for me. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, like Yuri said, we have to give grace to our teachers because 
last year made them change a lot of their curriculums and they actually like those changes and so they're trying to make it for this year and so it has to be different but they're trying to teach the same things and then our school is constantly and by chaos I mean yeah workers are working there's construction there's construction noise our power went out because of construction more than once this year. So the internet goes out and then we can't have paper tests anymore. So we can't take online tests anymore. So we're kind of stuck, but that's when our grace has to be for our teachers and for our admin. That sounds like quite an experience. So you said that um, there were a lot of curriculum changes because of the adaptations because of the pandemic. Can you give me an example? Yuri, do you have an example? Uh, okay, so in most of our uh, classes that we had, mainly uh, literature and history, in both of those classes, usually we can move through the lessons pretty fast, but last year and this year still, we are um, trying to adapt to uh, the construction, as Ashley said. And so the lessons are longer and uh, more students need help since the teachers are still under stress from um, the new curriculum. And uh, that makes it difficult for everybody. But yeah, that's how it was mainly adapted. So what do you think is working really well? What are some things that your teachers are doing or that the school's doing or that you guys are doing to make learning you know, work this year? I think it's mainly going to be on the students end and... <laughs> Personally, I would know that, but um, yeah, mainly it's students. The teachers are doing the best they can, uh, which most of us know, but uh, the students really need to adapt with uh, with their lives outside of school, um, either with work or family, uh, anything they do. And um, it depends on schedule and um, time management. But uh, I know with me that uh, I had to start going to bed later and waking up er earlier for homework and then along with my job. Ashley, how about you? What's working in this new learning space for you? I think like Gary mentioned it, just that balance of what is schoolwork, what is busy work, and what I can actually learn out of this work given to me, especially like homework and work that we do in actual classes. But being able to relate topics such as our history classes to our language arts classes and how my math class can apply in my science class, things like that, which like interchangeable core subjects are really helpful, especially when they align teaching wise. And so for me and Yuri, both our history and our language arts have recently been lining up with um, learning about early American literature and for example we're reading The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn written by Mark Twain and in history we're studying pre-World War One, World War One, and now we're moving into the 1920s which leads into our next book in language arts which is The Great Gatsby and so it's just that balance really helps because then you focus on one subject and you can relate it throughout two of your classes. So are the teachers helping you like make connections between those things? I think to the best of their abilities, they're opening it up for students to be able to interpret it like that. Like they do not come out and flat out and tell you that, hey, this is the connections you should be making, but they suggest like 
where can you see this throughout history? Why does this actually apply to you? Why does this actually apply to what you're learning and what happened in the world? Interesting. So do you think that those changes in the curriculum are a result of the teachers having to move everything online? Like, is that your perception? Or do you think it's just coming back to school and trying to take that opportunity? I don't know, maybe you don't have that insight, but... I think when they transitioned to online, they really had a focus on, can I cut out busy work? What do they absolutely need to get out of my class this year? And what can I teach next year that'll just be the nitty gritty that they can get down that they can learn? That's really interesting. So it kind of streamlined what you're working on and allowed you to focus more in your class is what I'm hearing you say. Yes. Interesting. Really interesting. So Yuri... What, what's next? What are you expecting as you move through high school, right? So junior year, are you still taking it day by day or are you starting to think ahead of what's next? Um, yeah, I'm definitely thinking ahead. Uh, right now, mainly, I know that my STEM classes and uh, math, I know I'm going to be DDing those for college since I'm going to be looking into becoming an architect. So uh, I know I'm going to need those. And along with that, going in uh, to uh, senior year, I, I'm going to need to sign up for job shadowing. Uh, I, I need to look into that senior year. And uh, mainly right now, that's all I'm looking for, looking at. You guys are just so like deep in the academics. I love it. You're very studious, both of you. Are you... um? Or what are you doing outside? So you're, you mentioned a job. So you're working. Do you do activities at school as well? Or are you really focused on the job? Uh, mainly just work right now. Ash? I am involved in a lot. I'm in club soccer, high school basketball, high school soccer. Um, I'm a part of student council. I help run the dances. I'm our junior class president. I try to attend as many activities for my friends that involve my friends and just involve students of art in high school. So, wow, Ashley, you're very busy. You've jumped into a lot of things in school, out of school, academic, sports. You mentioned student council. And then Yuri staying busy, working, making some money. That's a really good thing. Um, so you mentioned balance a little while ago. How do you keep track of everything um, with your academics and your the rest of your life in this space where everything's changing constantly? Like, have you figured out any strategies that you can share with us? Uh, yeah. Uh, so for me, um, uh, work right now, uh, my work schedule is very chaotic and we don't have set um, times. Uh, but... Um, I try to adapt to that by just getting enough sleep. And a lot of people don't really uh, have a sweet spot for when they're sleeping. But as um, they become adults, they figure that out and it works for them. But for me, I go to bed uh, earlier and get up um, early as well. So then I can get homework done and whatnot. Because when I get home, I just go straight to bed. That's that's impressive. <laughs> as a teenager to you know to be that organized Yuri I'm super impressed Ashley how about you you have a strategy for balance I struggle with this actually a lot because 
I keep busy so much, I tend to lose track of what I need to do. And so one of the helpful things that that COVID brought about that moving to online helped is that almost everything is tracked through Google Classroom. And so when teachers post due dates and stuff that's needed for the week, I have it right at the touch of my fingers. So if I'm like, oh, what do I need to do next? What do I need to be doing? I can find it right online, um, on my phone, on my computer. And if that's a physical worksheet, it's marked online. If it's an online worksheet, I can just do it right then and there and just turn it in. And so. Excellent. Well, you guys are some busy, interesting kids. That's for sure. Um, So we have a lot of teachers that listen to our podcast. And, you know, you've talked about academics and extracurriculars what is something you wish your teachers or that even the principals knew about you that would help with today's school experience? I interact and I work best with teachers who treat their students like they're individuals that take the time to care for the student more than to care for the grade they're getting. Me and you have a lot of teachers that are like that, that you can find grace in that if you're too busy, they'll they'll give you time to finish their work. And those teachers are the teachers you want to work hardest for because they care for you as a student. They care for you less as a student and more as a person in their lives that they're constantly interacting with. So my suggestion is to give your students grace and to take time to know your students and let them know you on a more personal level than just Mr. and Mrs. and student and student. So how do you get to know your teachers? Um, when teachers get involved, involved in the school, involved in your life as well. Um, when they take time, if they have it on Monday, to ask how your weekends are, to take time at the end of Friday's lessons to tell you to be safe over the weekend, to explain that they're human too, and they have personal lives and spouses and families or pets and lives and whatever they do. And just to share those little experiences when they have the time to know that they are human and that some of the best are even when they share their experiences when they were in high school and how they're like, oh, it was so different, or I was such a bad kid, or I never really got involved, so I was kind of lazy and stuff like that. Just getting, spending time when you have the time to let them know that, like, you've been there too, that they've been there too, and that if you really need help, that you're always available. Excellent. I I think that that human interaction is something that we recognize really quickly that we were missing, right, when we went online, because it was really challenging to have those conversations and interactions in those online spaces. And so I think that's great advice for the teachers to to be able to recognize how meaningful that is for for you and you know for them, right? To take the time to get to know you a little bit. So Yuri, what's something that you wish teachers or principals knew about you or about you know the situation at hand with school today? What do you want them to know? Mainly, uh, I would like. Well, at our school right now, many of our teachers are sympathetic, but um, if every teacher could be more sympathetic to uh, students' lives outside of school, 
um, that that'd be more helpful. And uh, I know it's hard to adapt um, curriculums to that, but um, yeah. So I think that, you know, you're, you're going right along with what Ashley said about that human side of education, right? So you want to, you want to be able to recognize that we're all in this situation that isn't normal. It's new. It doesn't fit anything that we're used to, you know, having experiences about. So yeah, really great advice. Well, I think we are coming to the end of our ride here. So I want to thank you guys so much for sharing your insights at school. Um, educators have a lot to think about, you know, those curriculum connections and thinking about how, you know, your experience as high school students and trying to, to manage that, you know, new back to school face-to-face -face experience and thinking about your future. So I really appreciate your time and I wish you guys the best of luck with the rest of your year. Thank you. Thank you. So we've come to the end of our ride and we'd love to hear from our listeners. So what ideas do you have or what experiences do you have with this new, new this year? You can follow us on Twitter at Cowboy Ed Pod. Until we get to talk with you again, head them up, move them out, Cowboy Ed on the run.